This episode of Talking Shop is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash hoots. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hoots, H-O-O-T-S, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What do you do? What do you say? It's balls deep. And I'm here to tell you that we have new episodes of Talk and Shop on a Wednesday. Kind of, sort of. Look, we have so many Patreons that the boys decided to share the Patreons with the podcast feed. Now, if you like what you hear, in the description below, there will be a link. Subscribe to the Patreon. Get this content before anybody else will hear it. With that, you get exclusive interviews and zoom calls with the machine gun carl anderson zuka rocky romero and the big lg doc gallows also once a month you get special watch alongs and this really cool thing that they do called boozing with the boys the patreon's a really cool community and i don't just say that because the patreon pays some of my salary here i've been a part of some of the boozing with the boys I've met some of the Patreon when they've come to several live talking shops. They've helped fund talking shop manias. It's a really cool community. Where else are you going to get this up close and personal with your favorite professional wrestlers? Only on the Talking Shop Patreon. So enjoy these special episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget, we have a brand new YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. We have a vlog that drops every week. Second to the Patreon episodes. The vlog is the second most consistent thing that Talkin' Shop does. So let the boys know you want more Patreon episodes if you're a Patreon member. And if you're not, get on that. But also, watch the vlog each and every Tuesday. Hit the subscribe button. Smash the notification bell, as the kids say. I don't know why we're smashing things, but smash the bell. Help us grow the channel. All right? Enjoy some really subpar content right now gallows what the fuck did you punch bro i didn't punch a fucking thing as i told you in private you have a hot asian wife i have the shoot barbie doll wife because she has the same dimensions if you stretch barbie out uh, <laughs> wanted to rescue these two pit bulls and they're very cute very nice dogs when it comes to humans our dog samson who's an american bulldog pit bull mix and other shit he's a like a big pit bull sweetest dog ever they just fucking attack him so they have to be outside at different times they have to stay downstairs he has to stay upstairs they sleep in cages all this shit well we have people over and someone let the pit bulls out while samson was taking a shit and world war fucking three started and like i have company there and these dogs are like they're going for broke they're trying now, to kill each other now we have to have a trainer come over instead of send the other two back which i was vehemently against but that's how it is when you're married it's fine wow uh so i jumped on the back of the the white one the female who's more vicious in these situations and i grabbed the other one and i pushed him down and I'm holding him down, and he's kind of subdued. But the white one's trying to get at Samson, our other dog, and my hand gets under her collar, and they're strong as fuck, and she's bucking backwards. Bam, bam, bam. My hand just goes, 
And I went, oh, no, I thought I broke my knuckle. And then when I woke up in the morning, Beth was like, you know, she's an ER nurse who's going for a chiropractic degree now. She's basically a fucking doctor. She's like, no, your fucking hands are broken. And I was like, been Jeez. training so good and doing all this shit. Now I got a broken hand. So everything looks fucked so up. Bad. Fuck. Well, I'm, I guess, I guess I'm glad we have. It was. Oh, my God. Fuck, bro, so I, I guess I'm glad that we have heat with all the wrestling promotions because now we're not going to be wrestling for real because you're, you're, you're hurt. We're already well, not getting hired anywhere. I lifted weights for the first time today. I just had to be more brotherly than, than I was. I've been doing just like, you know, squat, lunge, and sauna bullshit, but I couldn't take it, you know. Uh, especially after your comment last week accusing me of using vitamins that I'm not using. I got three direct messages from three wrestlers in different major companies. <laughs> I heard Carl say you're on the gas. I go, I'm not on the fucking gas, guys. Thanks. Time, time out <laughs> a second. I, ne- working out. I, I never said you were on the gas. I just said, how much shit are you on? That could be anything, buddy. <laughs> well, put that into some wrestler brains and what does it equate to? <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's, it's exactly what it is. For fuck's sakes. Can we talk about the goblet of blood that you're sipping on right now? Yeah, so I had uh, Knox over, who's a legendary drinker, and then Chavo Guerrero and his wife joined us. So, like, we had a hard party weekend. It took me – I've been just catching up on stuff all yesterday and today, kicking out of it, so I hadn't had any alcohol. And then I was like, well, talking Chavo's coming on. I feel terrible. I'm ready for bed. So, like, let me get a glass of wine. And then in LG fashion, I was like, well – that looks like a good glass for the wine. Like there's a little bit of red left. So I'll just put some ice in and put it in my little skull goblet here. And I've been enjoying it ever since. I feel better than I've felt all day. It's such a redneck glass of wine too. With like, it's got ice in it. It's cheap red wine. It's $7 yeah, red wine. I don't believe in expensive red wine, dude. Yeah. I buy my wine at fucking Aldi, which I didn't even know existed until uh, I got married. My wife was like, as much meat as you eat, go to Aldi. I'm like, what the fuck is Aldi? You go to Aldi. They make you put a quarter in to get your card. I said, I'm not going. Let's leave. Fuck this. <laughs> cheap. Really? No, you get the quarter back. It's so people don't steal the carts. I was like, they're saving money on cart boys. Is that a thing? For fuck's but sakes. They have a fucking amazing cheap wine selection. So like my buggy's mostly wine and a bunch of steaks. It's a great place to shop if you're into that kind of oh, thing. That's yeah. cool. Not I good if you're a gal, but you know, Liberty Creek, Liberty Creek, Emilio. There we go. Liberty's a seven dollar bottle. <laughs> I was no, this is a this is a sixty five dollar bottle. I was gonna bring this. Ooh, I was gonna bring this when we all hang out and do these podcasts together. So I guess oh, I don't oh, have nice. to bring. A, so you're gonna bring it, so bring it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna like the taste. It's too expensive. It's too. I it's would say dirty palate. I would say this because that thing will be gone in less than five minutes. Oh, yeah. With especially with grab, the four of us, grab, grab some Douglas Hill for four dollars. Oh, I know. Or a little a little Sutter home. That comes in a box sometimes. Or the Franzia. I didn't know Douglas Hill came in a box, but like sometimes Beth and I would have this contest because we live out here in, in Hillbillyville, so there's not a lot of good wine selection. So gas stations right. will have it. And we used to try to beat each other's record about people can get it. I got a bottle of Douglas Hill Cabernet for $2.95 one time. Whoa. Jesus. So one time we're on AJ's bus and no one's really drinking. I'm sitting up watching movies. We stop at a gas station. They got boxes of DH and like the whole box is like $10. What you don't realize is like when you get the small bottle, like you get a little buzz, whatever, you're not paying attention. Drink a small box of Douglas Hill. It's like having three bottles of whiskey. I was crawling on the floor, trying not to piss my pants, like sticking my fingers up my ass. I didn't know what was going on. I was just fuck, fuck. sticking my fingers up my ass. I mean, I thought about it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I also am a, can drink any kind of wine too until I actually did 
you know, buy some actually expensive, like a $65 bottle of wine that Emilio was talking about is probably really fucking good. Yeah, and and that's why I want to bring it so that way we can celebrate. I'll bring two. I don't give a shit. My father is a big wine guy, and he said when the Good Brothers come to New York because he was hanging out while we were doing a boozing with the boys in the yard, and and he's like, yo, I want to drink like gentlemen with with the three Good Brothers. Now we're talking. All right, I like like this. I love the sound of that. So he was like, do they like good wine? I was like, probably, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And now you're telling me like $6 a rock gut. Is is mom going to make some Italian food? She already said, whatever you guys want, we'll just feast. That would be incredible. Hey, this is a talking shop Patreon exclusive. You know, you don't realize like when you live where I live, other than the news, which I've been avoiding because everyone's been so ugly to each other lately. Yeah, uh, you guys will get a kick out of this. Kurt Hawkins calls me. I'm in the drive-thru getting my son food. I picked him up before I jumped up here to do this. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, I'm stuck in New York. Now, he's got a nine-month pregnant wife, water ready to break. He goes to train at his wrestling school. Would you be allowed to do that, Chad? Would I, with a nine-month pregnant wife? No. 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 Uh, so the police shut down the highway. He can't get back to his house and his nine-month pregnant wife so now he's sleeping in his fucking wrestling ring at his wrestling school because oh he went to wrestling God. training. Holy shit. How much heat does he so have? Bad for him. But then I was like, he is going to get murdered when he finally makes it home tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Not my. by a rider. There's the got to be a, there's gotta be a time when you just don't go wrestle, buddy. Nah, <laughs> I, it's, it wasn't a booking. He's just, you know, Hawkins. He just wants to go do some headlocks on the kids. Yeah, dude. I, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really struggling with with the thought of a lockup again. I, I keep, I'm avoiding <laughs> it. I'm really avoiding it. Speaking of that, I'm. Uh, I went and got a test yesterday. I'm COVID free. COVID Negative. free. COVID free. Oh, perfect. Then flat. Worked out with the worked out with the some of the dojo boys today. Did some, I did some headlocks. I did some lockups. Did you take Ooh. any bucks? But my wife is not pregnant, so. Well, yeah, well, you know, you, you can still do any almost anything you right. want. I did take. Did you bumps. take any bumps? They hurt like hell. You know what hurt the most? To be honest, the fucking ropes. The ropes. The ropes yep. killed me. That's well, when weird. you don't wrestle. Like, remember when you first start hitting the ropes? You're like, what the fuck? How do they even do that? And just so you yeah. you got that big big thing on your side. Yeah, right? you take six months off. I oh god. Well, like I was saying though, I think before, be I don't know if if I've told this before, but when we took the month about a month and a week off when we signed with WWE. Yeah. Right, and I went to the PC and I took one bump and I, and everything didn't just hurt. Everything went numb, and I went, oh, how am I going to go on Monday Night Raw as War, brother? <laughs> brutal and then and then the first match we had against the usos we were i was blown up and almost killed yeah. jimmy uso yeah. clotheslined him so hard and oh my god <laughs> i had to buy him Listen. a fifth of tito's to apologize if you're on patreon <laughs> and you have the first match back we're fucking real sorry because oh. i'm be really tired i'm probably gonna hit you too hard like can't yeah. make any fucking promises right now. <laughs> I can true. promise you one thing: if we if we have to wrestle anybody in in an empty arena, Big LG will fucking hit you ours. I wa- <laughs> I watched them hit some some poor French Canadians uh, that, that work for. I can't remember their names, but I think it was was it not Matt and Jeff? It was Matt and Jeff. They're NXT guys. Very friends, nice. Guys. Very good friends with friends. Kevin Owens. I think they're from Montreal. Uh, really good workers. Really they were good. great. I was the problem. Really good brothers. <laughs> ding ding ding. Gallows just starts. <laughs> It's our first empty arena match, I guess, in a while or ever. Yeah, really. I mean, besides like training or whatever. Right. And Gallows is just whapping the fuck out of this kid. And I'm going, whoa, what? 
Is Gallows hot? Because if Gallows gets mad, like he 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 starts beating the fuck out of people, and I'm I'm going, man, what's going on? No, he, I was not hot. I, I was like literally, you know, how when you first start wrestling and you step somebody, you go, oh, sorry. I was going, sorry, sorry, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, what was ass for no reason? I mean, it was so weird being in the empty arena. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Like when when you have some time off or three weeks or something, whatever, and and you get back your first day. Your legs and your arms don't do exactly what they're supposed to do, and then you're and then you're like, oh, sorry, time, time out, I know time exactly out. What you do? Time out. This wasn't no. This wasn't because we had time off. This is because it was an empty arena. Yeah. Gallows just oh, there was man. no there was no noise, nothing. He just was like, I don't know what the fuck. Wow, the kids oh, just shit. <laughs> the kids sorry. just fucking sorry. getting sorry. the kids sorry. just getting sorry. peppered, brother. Just bam, bam, bam. Why that was doing- our. That wasn't our last match. That was our second to last match before we fucking headlined WrestleMania. And then we just. Well, we went into Abonia. Then we just moonwalked out of the territory. <laughs> then we were thrown to our deaths in the boneyard. Never. And everybody return. said, R.I.P. Gallows and Anderson. You don't know nothing about us. You right? will know my name. You. You eat I a big old dick, Rocky. Dark abyss, and you will never return. I will spike your dumb partner on the roof of this house, and then burn him to literal death. Who else do you know main evented WrestleMania? And got fired. Eleven years. Fuck you, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. You Fuck never headlined WrestleMania. <laughs> Who are you to make fun of the boys for getting far? For headlining the wrestle, man. You are not an American man. Shut <laughs> up, Rocky. <laughs> you are not a female. Oh, you know, was no, that your last match shoot, though? Yes, that, that was our last match. <laughs> yeah, our last match in the World Wrestling Federation was against The Undertaker in a graveyard, and he fucking killed us. Lap it up. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Hey, can did you guys show up on Raw though? Ever after that? No, Rocky. Oh, Rock. Is this a rib? Is it roast? What's going on? I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. All, all I know is whenever Gallows is involved with Taker at WrestleMania, motherfucker gets canned. <laughs> Just hopefully, it's hope. Hopefully, this is your swan song, son. Yeah, I think it might be the <laughs> yeah, last. Stop working, Taker, brother. Hey, Orton messaged us, uh, good brother, right? He messaged us and said, "Hey guys, I'm sorry what happened to y'all. Y'all are good brothers. Like, fuck. You know, it, I think it's fucked up what they did." And said, "Hey, thanks, Randy." Anyways, Gallo's fucking last time he worked with the Taker at WrestleMania, he got fired too. So we were kind of thought it was going to come. He just writes LOL. Like, I guess. Well, it wasn't WrestleMania, but yeah, I got fired. Hey, <laughs> the, hey, for some reason, everyone just laughs at the good brother. See, Rock's <laughs> laughing at us now. Uh-huh. Of course you got fired anyway. See, it yeah. never. That's like that's like what me and Gallo said. We can never die in a car crash together. Everybody'd be like, "Fuck, they're fucking those uh, guys." Of were course so they're dead. <laughs> the <laughs> funeral. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuckers. Yeah, Gallo's was probably being sex Ferguson, laughing so hard they couldn't see, and they died. Ah, ha, 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 ha. See? <laughs> see, everybody's laughing. Fuck. Everybody's laughing at the funeral. Everybody's trying to fucking hook up trying with my, wife. My, my, my recently widowed wife. Fuck. <laughs> it's all a rib. The boys, it's, we're too funny. The brothers are a fucking walking rib. Oh, we'll, be <laughs> we'll be buried for real. Hey, when's the when's the next bit? I, I, so we got a, a a big boozing with the boys. There's going to be a couple in between, of course, but I, I, our, one of our biggest ones is going to be July 17th. Oh yeah, I'm pushing for yeah. 10 p. I'm pushing for 10 p.m. That's two Ooh. hours. 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm pushing for a 10 p.m. start sharp. 
Uh, I'd like to start getting ideas on what you guys want to do because I want this to be a party. I mean, I want to be fucked up when midnight hits. Those when midnight I'm hits, afraid, I want us all to be I'm talking. Afraid if we get too fucked up, we're going to give too much away. But that's kind of what we do anyway. So that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think we'll give anything because because we you know because down to the last two hours, we already got our last check, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's all good. But it, I want the, that last check rolls in. I might blow the whole surprise. <laughs> ah, I won't. The, the I will tell you. Just email me at bookbiglg at gmail dot com. Buy an Aces and Aces t shirt, and I will tell you everything. Everybody DM Rocky and ask for a job. <laughs> don't fucking do that shit because I if can't book anybody during this COVID bullshit. If you're one of the boys, DM Rocky for it. If you want to be a druid in New Japan Pro Wrestling, <laughs> email Rocky Romero or DM him on social media. Dude, do you, guys, do you guys know that you guys showed up on fucking Impact this week? We saw that, man. We okay. saw. Did you know that that was happening? No. No. No, we did not. We 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 are in constant. We're in constant communication with everybody because we're just the good brothers. We're we have all the over the place, you know. Um, but we did not. We did not expect that one. But I think all that did was just raise our price. Because <laughs> because oh. if we don't because if we don't show up now, they're fucked. Uh, oh, <laughs> what a bargaining chip given to us in our hands. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind me. I just main evented WrestleMania. Yes, I was on WrestleMania. Hey, one time I ran WrestleRama. Did you know that? In no, South America, by Bill Goldberg. Really? <laughs> in South America, so it's WrestleRama. WrestleRama in Guyana, just down the street from a little fellow named Jim Jones. Gallows, <laughs> is there a chance to get Goldberg on Talking Shop? There's a small chance because you guys there's- are close. I think that due to his contract, it will be very difficult. Is he buddies with The Undertaker now or something? Why is he talking like Taker? Well, because if you talk to Taker or you listen to his promos, you can't help but talk like Taker. I kind of am enjoying it. I don't hate it myself. I kind of wish AJ was here to listen to this. I wish he was here to get mad about it. (laughs) I wish we was on a long bus ride. Gosh dang, boys! I wish you would stop doing that shit. I ain't never heard Undertaker. I ain't heard Undertaker before. What the heck is this? <laughs> I went five hours ago. I woke up. Y'all are still talking like James Storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually one of my favorite stories. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah AJ yes, still are. <laughs> yeah, still do. Taker, Stone Cold. Did they all? All the boys get it. Boys. Oh, anybody who has a good enough voice for us to imitate. We fucking imitated it. You guys on the New Japan bus would do that for hours, right? Four or five. Well, that, hours. that would keep us sane sometimes. Well, right. all the time. Well, as you just saw, we just did it for the last <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. everybody was this Patreon is going to definitely be doing the voice. Everyone's <laughs> going to be a really talking. great Patreon or a real shitty one, but I enjoyed the fuck. Everyone's going to be talking. Like Everyone, that. tell your friends to join our Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah. We need to get Undertaker on cocked. I think someday we could have him here on Patreon. Maybe not the Undertaker. Just press him up like a druid so no one knows it's really him. I think we got a little problem because I think Undertaker signed for 15 more years. <laughs> I think we're fucked and I don't think he's getting far. Even though he was just in a bone yard. 
<laughs> hey, Patreon guys, we love you, man. Wait, we gotta do go some, to, go some questions. questions. Yeah, I, I know. Questions. That's what I'm saying. We love y'all. <laughs> I'm only gonna answer in this voice. Yeah. Literally, the Patreon are the only people that that truly love us. With the, yeah, with we love y'all. For, we love y'all for listening to our bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. We, yeah, we do appreciate y'all. Let's get to some questions, Rock. Yeah. Oh, we got a, we got quite a few today. Yes. Now we're talking. Is that a Percy Pringle? Yeah, but my voice is fucked up from getting sick, so I can't really do it right. Oh, yes. That was a bad person. All right, here we go. This is from Glenn. Good brother, Glenn. Glenn Jacobs. Can Sex Ferguson and Chico regale? Is that a word? Regale? Yeah, regale is a word. Hold on, Rob. Did he write it in curse? I don't know that word. Did he mail? Did he did he mail in his? I didn't know. His I don't know that word. And when I saw mail? it, I thought it was Spanish. It's regale. <laughs> did he hand? Did he handwrite it and send it to the PO box, Rock, or is it? Yeah. A, or is it an email? Yeah, I'm like Doctor D. If you want a book, or you want you want me to answer any fucking shit on talking shop, you got to send it to the PO box. With the twenty dollar bill. Box. Yeah. There we go. All right. Can Sex Ferguson and Chico regale? Us with tales of when blade making goes horribly wrong. Oh, when blade yeah. making goes horribly wrong. Mm. Oh, making. I can tell you one thing. I don't think Chico's ever cut, brother. He ain't never. He ain't never Chico done the gimmick. Ain't and never he never cut, brother. Chico's never cut, and his buddy Rocky ain't never cut. So they they don't know much cut, about man. it. I <laughs> can tell you this does. I had so many <laughs> fucking horrific experiences doing that whenever uh, I first started because everybody did it then. It was just, you were an idiot if you didn't, especially in the places that I wrestled, like West Virginia, there's no like rules, there's no athletic commission. So like every third match is a fucking gimmick match and everybody's bleeding for no reason. But like, it's really hard to have a tiny piece of razor blade either in your fucking mouth or on your wrist. I have so many of those things like where mine weren't in front of a big crowd, like when Kerry Von Eric's wearing the white and he's like all fucked up and he's just gigging himself before he even touches Lawler and he's just bleeding out of his stomach and shit. I would do that because I'd try to get it out of the tape and the tape would get all twisted up. Then I'd be trying to jam the tape into my head. I'd cut into my wrist, think I committed suicide. All kinds of fucked up ones like that. I was in the ring with a guy one time. He's like, I'm going to do it old school. So he like fucking does it. Then I'm getting on him and he puts it like back into his mouth. And I'm like, oh, geez. I think the old school guys are like, slide it to the ref, slide it under the ring apron. Well, what do you think happens next? Green ass Dorian DeVille fucking goes clothesline and motherfucker takes a bump and swallows a razor blade. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Son. Oh, my God. Fucking A. But I mean, luckily they were, you know, they weren't big ones, but there's, there's one other one. Um, Dude who's still my buddy, Leslie Leatherman, he was having a first blood match. We're all nervous. We're young. It's against Gangrel. So he's working a WWF guy, and he's got to lose and bleed, obviously. So he makes a blade. He goes, you think this will be good? And I go, no. This guy's a superstar. You need a much bigger blade for that. (laughs) I take these shears I find. I cut them. We called it the shark tooth. And I have a picture of it somewhere. I put it on Instagram, and I put it in black and white. And, I mean, he, like, goes to do it, and he goes – and like I'm on like ringside, I had a torn pec, so I'm managing them, and I hear it go. I hear it like, like paper cut, it like tearing, like. Oh. And I went, oh boy, and he like rolls over to Sino's ass, you know, to sell so the people can see it, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna die. 
he's gonna die. Imagine <laughs> saying right now, he's just shooting out of his head. And Gangrel's like, his gimmick's blood. And he's like, finish the match real quick. And he gets the fuck out of there. And I'm like holding Brian, and he's like running down like my pants and into my shoes. And I'm like, oh god damn, I don't know what to do. And then of course, like they just poured a bunch of peroxide on him and like glued his head and he still has like a divot in the front of his head from it to this day you know 18 years later or whatever so yeah if you don't know what you're doing with that you really fuck yourself up sounds like it was worth it i've seen i've seen a guy back on like maybe the second year in or whatever he he was wrestling frankie kazarian his name was skate devil and uh skate devil Devil. and then uh and they they had this big blow-off match but uh Bill Anderson, the guy who was running the, uh, the the promotion at the time, was like, they begged him for months. They had this big problem, and they begged him for months to let let him do let them do a hardcore match and let him get color in front of maybe thirty five people that was sold out. Forty five people were sold out. I don't think you know. So finally, uh, he they, he just says, "No, you guys can't do it. You guys cannot. This is a family event. You guys cannot do it. I'll let you guys do some of the things." But I don't want tax and I don't want blood. So they fine, fine, fine. Bill leaves, of course, they get in there and they and they had already planned the whole thing out. They're like, I'm okay, doing it. We gotta do this. Of course. <laughs> so Frankie, of course. So Frankie, Take a mystery. <laughs> yeah, this is this is fucking this is ra- this is WrestleMania. <laughs> so so, so they get in there. Rolling tax. <laughs> so they first thing, boom, they put down the tax. They fucking climb up to like the top rope, do a superplex right through it. Boom. And oh, yeah. fucking Bill is starting to fucking sweat and get he's fucking hot. Bill started so, to sweat. So they they started they go and he's like he's like Bill's like getting so worked up. He's like yelling at everybody. This is like a small little tiny like hole in the wall fucking uh, place, you know, like one of the little garage things that go up. And it's like tiny. He's like yelling at them, you know, like 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 fucking go home, go home. But they won't <laughs> stop. So then I finally. <laughs> They get to their big spot that they, that brother's gonna cut himself open, and he never he's never done it before, right? Ever in his life. So he takes the blade out, gets it out, and he just goes from one side coast to coast, baby. Coast to coast, coast baby. all the way to the other side. <laughs> temple to temple, of course, just immediately oh, yeah. fucking <clears throat> crimson, fucking red, you know, right across his face. Crimson and then, red. And he's just fucking, Bill's losing it now. He's yelling. He's like trying to get into the ring. They're like trying to stop him. It's like just madness. And then they like go home. The dude goes straight to the hospital because like he's, he's ble- bleeding. Fuck. He went from temple to temple. I got I got two quick funny ones, man, because that's fucking, that's up there. But it reminded me of one and it reminded me of another one. The first one, of course, being the mark that I was, I had Backyard Wrestling Federation that I was constantly the champ of. Why wouldn't that be? Of so I had to take all the big risks all the time. So I was like, well, I know they use razor blades. I've been watching these specials and reading all this stuff. Just not sure how to do it. So I went and got one of my mom's like chick, like leg shaving razors. And like, I broke that in half somehow. And I hit it under the trampoline. And I was like, all right. You still use those. When this happens, I'm going under and I'm going to come up with the crimson mask. Well, like, (laughs) that doesn't work. So I get in there and I'm like, ow, 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 ow. Oh. Just fucking thing in my head. And it's just making oh. little scratches that won't bleed and it hurts so fucking bad. So finally, it stings so bad. <laughs> I get back in and they're like, your head's scratched, you're not bleeding. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. So after that, we went to uh, we went to the white corn syrup with red food coloring until I can fart. <laughs> <laughs> 
second one, but I'm running, blood. A show, yeah. running a Wrestle America show in Ashburn, Georgia. And there's these two old brothers. They beg to be booked. They're from the town. They, they're like, bro, we used to do this spot back in the day, Georgia Championship Wrestling. We got to, we, I'm going to light the tennis racket on fire. I'm going to put the, 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 the rag on the tennis fire on the tennis racket. It's going to have gasoline on it. I'm going to light it up. I'm going to hit him with a fiery tennis racket. I'm like, well, one, that won't work. And two, we don't need it in Ashburn, Georgia. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm in the back. I'm running the show. I think I'm working for WWE at the time. And, uh, Begs, so many same thing. Begs me all day. But unlike Bill Anderson, I'm too stupid to say no. I go, okay, but if you guys fuck it up, you're not getting paid and you're never coming back. We will not fuck it up. We're veterans. Blah, 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 blah. We're veterans. Fuck. So brother bumps the guy. He rolls out. He reaches in the ring. He holds the tennis racket over his head. Big reveal. Mild pop. Grabs <laughs> the rag, the douse yeah, rag, dude. wraps it around, lights it on fire. I'm going, oh, fuck. He goes to rear back, but he's like in front of his chest. Well, what naturally is going to happen? The flaming rag <laughs> goes straight into his face and burns his eyebrows off. And he's on the ground screaming. The other brother has to roll out, stop selling, jump up and down on the rag. They do like the worst roll up ever. They're all flustered, embarrassed. They get in the back. This is why I'm not saying their names. Uh, and then I go, I'm like, what the fuck? I fucking told you guys. God damn it. Blah, blah, blah. The whole promo. Last match happens. We're going around to get paid, and the one old brother sits up like he's going to be like the real veteran. He goes, listen, Luke, I don't deserve to be paid for what happened in the ring tonight. And I go, you know what? You're right. And I took his envelope back, and I went and took the other guy's envelope back, and I said, I told him <laughs> you're not paying, and you're not getting paid. That was embarrassing. And I didn't give him the 30 bucks. Hey, Rock, did I tell you the time in 2008 when I first went to Japan? Just got booked to New Japan and went to a karaoke bar with the sponsor right and i'm just new to all this shit and connie mora remember connie mora the yeah, hardcore hard guy yeah he brought a little minion along and he kept putting out his cigarette in the guy's hair <laughs> yeah. and i was like man that's, it was making me laugh anyway but then like as connie mora got more drunk he said shadow please uh lighter my fart and i was like all right man so he gets up he bend he pulls his pants down all the boys are just you know because japan's whatever don't give a fuck you're also not a professional fart lighter. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'm 10, 12, 15. I'm 10, 12, 15 beers deep in this here. And I go, all right. And he's going, Shadow, come on, come on. So I, go, so I, so I, I, got, I, I take the light and I start putting it close and I see his butthole opening, right? Like he's pushing, he's pushing in my drunken, like trying to light this fart. <laughs> I start seeing I start seeing his butthole hair singeing, right? Oh my God. <laughs> he starts going. <laughs> he, he starts going. Oh, oh Shadow, no! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm burning his asshole. Somebody's gonna burn a man's what asshole. The fuck? <laughs> You can't, uh, you can't uh, write this, bro. Oh, fucking Oh, no. Oh, no. You're not doing it right. You're burning my fucking asshole hairs. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm going gonna gonna to f- put that on my head later. I'm like, dog, you going to fart or not? I'm going to burn your butthole if you don't fucking fart. One common denominator of every one of these stories was someone not doing something right. Everyone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you're not doing it right. Yeah, obviously not. Oh, <laughs> Rock, you want to get another, get another question in? Yeah, this comes from Moonlight Raven. Uh, favorite color commentator? I mean, oh. I guess I, I always like Jerry the King Lawler. He was always good to us. I also like Booker T. I always thought he was entertaining. 
Oh, and I like JBL there. too. I thought JBL was good. I mean, you can go old school and say certain guys, but I'm just remembering the guys that I just I like. Yeah, I like I like Bobby Heenan, but when I got older, yeah. I liked JBL because he always fucking the first go around when nobody really did. He always put me over, and then when he would commentate us in this last run, he always put us over. Always liked our shit. So listen, if you like our shit, we like you. Yeah, yeah. I like I Bobby fucking, Heenan. I like Booker T. Those guys are great. Yeah, different yeah. but great. Yep. This comes from Nick. Uh, what was the most brothered out indie show you ever wrestled at? Fuck, brother. The one that Dallas was just <laughs> any one of these. <laughs> there's just there's so many, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sold I sold, I sold a show one time when we were in New Japan. I sold a wrestling show to a bar in Griffin, Georgia, but I didn't realize I had a shooting the week before. So I sold him this show. I have this big package. I had a couple names, the local brothers on there. Seven people showed up. There you go. Shit. The bar guy goes, look, I mean, we're going to film it. Uh, if you gave me money, I go, I mean, fine, we'll do it. You want to talk about street fight mania <laughs> Brothers just not taking real bumps and fighting all over this bar amongst the seven people and trying to drink as many free beers as possible during it? <laughs> that, that's that's, a, that's pretty brother. Seven, seven, seven reminds me of the, the, I mean, the time that I drove from Cincinnati to South Dakota and wrestled in front of eight people at an Indian reservation. Yeah. Uh, in South Dakota, that was pretty fucking intense. But it wasn't just a, it wasn't a bar. This was a fucking concert hall that Tim McGraw had just headlined and sold out. And there was, there was, there was, there was eight human beings scattered around <laughs> this place. They weren't even sitting together. It was terrible. We got fifty bucks, man. Cody Hawk paid me fifty bucks. I, I like Cody Hawk. Love you, dog. But he gave us fifty bucks, man. I was like, oh shit, that sucks. Man. How far did you drive? It was like sixteen hours overnight. Oh. Fuck. Now, now that was before the days of 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 the big paydays for me yet, right. so it didn't. I didn't, and it was whatever. But I kind of was. I think I might have been expecting a hundred. There right. was a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even fucking. Too. I wouldn't even fucking. Back in those days, though, too. I like, wouldn't even like, fucking oh, do it. Going to Indiana or wherever you're yeah, going, you for know? sure. I was pumped to drive to make that drive overnight. I didn't. Mm. It was. It was fun. This is pretty funny, and I'm not going to say his name either because I know that sometimes he hears. Probably not on Patreon, but. There was a dude who had a wrestling school. And if you know where I'm from, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But on Tuesday nights, anyone who was a licensed worker, which no one was, was it was a free show. They're allowed to wrestle. And he would pick a fan out of the audience in the beginning of the show to be the ring announcer and just give them the lineup. At the time, had a cot in the wrestling school. That's where he was laying his head down. And he would go back there and get stoned. And he would look through the crack of the door during our matches. And he'd be like, boring boring you guys are the shits this sucks go home and there's like 20 people sitting in this gym and they're like i mean i'm not saying they're the smartest people in the whole town by the, the section of town that the wrestling school's in like things aren't going well over here anyway they're not making any noise i don't know the fuck they're looking at and he just just got stoned out of his mind and made fun of us the whole time nice leg drop fucking idiot like just what? from behind the door the whole and i'm just like trying to like shut up to the fans he's like why don't you shut up mark <laughs> That's just too. It's actually too brothered out of a question to ask us because we've all been on such go on forever. Yeah, shit, shit. terrible show. We can make a whole podcast, not just oh one podcast, God. a whole podcast built around all the fucking shit shows yeah. we've done. What else we got, Rock? All right, one more. How about from this from Doug? Hello, Doug. Hello, Doug. Oh, Doug has to show. Doug, you will know my name. Doug, weren't you on Nickelodeon cartoon? You were Doug Funny was your name, and you were dating and fucking Patty Mayonnaise. 
Hey, hey, Doug, fuck you, man. Hey, Doug, funny, you stole Patty Mayonnaise. Hey, Doug, fuck you, Patty Mayonnaise, want to be. You had Patty Mayonnaise, Doug. It wouldn't be so funny if I threw you to your death off the top of a building, would it? All right, Doug, what's Doug's question? For bigger companies, do you think there is still a place in wrestling for smaller venues? For example, the Lowell Auditorium was host to some big, big attitude error moments. That's a good question. I think that if you're the audience, they're on top of you and the acoustics are good and they're loud. It's one of the greatest feelings in wrestling. Like when we used to rock Cork and Hall before I became the dead man. And I was simply known as the Texas Stranger. Doug, that's one of the stupidest fucking questions I've ever heard in my life. Doug, that's not funny. They don't even. I only wrestle once a year, and that's in front of 75,000 people. Yeah. No, how the fuck would I know? Yeah. <laughs> about, a, about a little auditorium. I, I like I like Rock's taker, bro. He's got a little, he's like, he got a little choir voice to him. <laughs> Rock's got like a little soul to his taker, you know what I mean? Like, he's got a little time to it. All right. Doug, I don't know, man. It's Any like more questions? Fuck Undertaker when Rock does it. <laughs> hey guys fuck if wwe was in corican that'd be great uh corican hall is the is that the would be actually kind of cool um, it'd be cool it'd be cool as fuck but I, I can tell you wwe probably wouldn't waste the time to do it it seems like running too small of an arena is probably a waste of time in some places i don't know right i don't know it seems like maybe for for big for big things but anyway emilio's giving us the he's giving us a rapid wrap it up why don't you wrap it up emilio you (laughs) you non-rapping your cock you're doing it like blackjack lands of flipping the tie and it's to take it home (laughs) you ain't wrapped nothing up in a long yeah you ain't wrapping anything up in quarantine your name's bareback emilio i don't wrap nothing up and i'm about to swipe right on nicole holy now we're talking i don't hate and then i'm gonna ask her if she's on birth control this uh, has been another edition of the patreon exclusive talking shop extended version and you heard from yours truly the phenom <laughs> i don't ever want this one to end i'm having a great time there there would be times when we'd be on the road we would do this one for a long time <laughs> Quick story from a, a flight from England, uh, England to America. One time, me and Big LG sat next to each other and just drank and told each other how cool we were the whole time in taker voice for nine <laughs> hours. You have four sons at home and a hot Asian wife. You're pretty fucking. Look how big you are. Nobody talks back to you. You're so fucking cool. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So we landed in New York cross-eyed. Shut the fuck up. Oh my God. <laughs> this episode of Talk and Shop is sponsored by Athletic Greens. When it comes to making resolutions and it comes to eating clean and eating right and getting the gut healthy, Athletic Greens is the way to go. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. I start off every morning with a glass of Athletic Greens, and then I head downstairs into my private gym and do about a 45-minute to 50-minute cardio workout 
and I feel so great, so refreshed, and so energized to start my day. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com boots. Again, that's athleticgreens.com boots, H-O-O-T-S, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so as I said in the beginning of this episode, if you are not a member of the Talk and Shop Patreon, what are you doing? Hit the link in the episode notes right now. Become a member. You get all sorts of cool stuff. You get workout routines from Machine Gun Carl Anderson. You get Domesticated Doc. You get Azuka Rocky Romero. You get Boozing with the Boys. You get exclusive watch-alongs. It's a really cool community of like-minded wrestling fans who just want to come together and have a good time. And you get exclusive access to your favorite professional wrestlers. Where else are you going to get that but the Talk It Shop Patreon? Also, we have a YouTube channel. Hit subscribe. Smash the notification bell so you can stay up to date whenever we release a new vlog, which is pretty damn consistent. So, go to the YouTube channel. That's in the episode notes as well. And subscribe. Rate and review this podcast as well. Say something nice about the boys. We'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it. And I have no clever outro for this, so all I'm going to say is bye. Bye.